welcome in to episode 18 of Fatal to Prejudice. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't already, please follow, like, subscribe, download, review, share it with friends and family, all that stuff to support. Thank you. Um, anyway, I uh, got my buddy Nathan <laughs> back. I don't know why he's laughing at me. Just stared at me, man. I'm just staring at him. Staring at those luscious eyes. <laughs> or is it my eyelashes? Ooh, got me. <laughs> I don't have my eyebrows. Those are all fucked up right now. <laughs> but anyway, Nathan's back. Train conductor. Uh, he wanted to continue telling a story. So got an impromptu episode today. Love it. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thanks for coming back. Appreciate it. Glad to be here, man. Yeah. After we fucked around for about an hour and a half. What, uh, half, no. two hours? It's been like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Going, we're going to do this. We're going to do, all right, let's start. And then something else comes up and we're like, you know what? There's a lot more memories to go through. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking, oh, man, we were telling fraternity stories before starting this. And it was so funny bringing back these memories. Oh, my God. Um, is there anything <laughs> that you wanted to talk about? <laughs> um. It's just there's a lot of positive experiences there, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know when I got around the fraternity, uh, the president there at the time gave me my first beer. Yeah. Um, told me to tell the RAs I was 21, so there's an RA listening. I was 21. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Nothing illegal going on. Uh, they they even taught me the, the nose trick where you wipe the side of your nose and stir it in to get the foam to go down so you can actually drink it and not have the head on your fucking top lip. Oh, man, that's such a frat party trick that's <laughs> disgusting, but it works. I still do it to this fucking day. Yep. If I pour a beer into a mug, well, I always have a frozen mug, and that's why. If I pour my beer in there and there's head, guess what? Is she gone? She gone. No one likes that type of head, okay? <laughs> um, same fraternity member um, is the reason why I got fucked up a lot of nights. He taught me to play Pong. He watched me throw up out at a shed and told me to get my demons out of me. <laughs> you know who you are. I miss you. Text me back, god damn it. Leaving leaving old Nathan <laughs> on red or ghosting him. That's great. That's nice. Now he actually just texted me back. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so I was checking my phone. I was like, oh, well, there he is. Because um, there's always one of two two ways the night was going. It was either I was, I was at the toilet throwing up. Or I was out back throwing up, one of the two. And it really, out back depends whether or not I was shooting a shoe. <laughs> A.K.A. Cameron's old, moldy, dusty, crusty, old-ass fucking Sperry's. I know nothing <laughs> of what you were talking about. Was it yours or was it Adam? Someone left one of theirs there for that. It wasn't mine. Uh, I actually moved home and would wear mine still. <laughs> And then I left them like outside one day. <laughs> uh, Had a whole ecosystem left bitch after that. Oh yeah, and my dad looked at them and was like, "These are nasty," and threw them away. <laughs> <laughs> my shoes that I wore every day. <laughs> he was like, "These are gross," and just <laughs> tossed them in the fucking trash. I was like, "Thanks." I was actually really mad. <laughs> All the memories in the trash. <laughs> So yeah, it was the other member then that kept it there on purpose for that. Yep. 
Yeah, it was. Because I remember shooting a boot and puking on another member's bike. <laughs> oh, no. What? It, it, it's holier than thou. That member. Oh, man. I don't remember this story. I don't think I've heard this story. I don't story. think you were there, and I don't think I told you. No. He, he would bike around campus mm-hmm. and bike around the town. I don't know if he biked around the town, but I know he biked around campus. Right. Well, he locked it up on the porch, which is fine. It's whatever. Yeah, you don't want to get it stolen. Right. Makes Just sense. Don't expect it to not get thrown up on when that's <laughs> where we shoot the boots. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I shot a boot with that member because we couldn't tell if I caused the spill or if he spilled on himself by his own fucking way. And that was the rule. You spill, you shoot. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't tell if I caused it or if he did. So we both shot a boot. I never shot a boot until that moment. I was that good with my alcohol and not spilling others until that fucking moment. I don't. I think it was over Pong. I think we got excited over Pong. I think I knocked into him. You got a little reckless. A little bit. It's either that or Flip Cup. Or, well, not Flip Cup, but fuck yeah. Oh, I kind of remember that game. That was a fun one, but I don't remember how to play it. One side starts flipping their cup, and once it lands, I think it's upright. Oh, yeah. Or upside you do, down. It, you try to flip it into the other person's cup. Yeah, and then yeah. you have to say fuck yeah really loud. Yeah. I think I brought that game to the fraternity. It's Probably. sad that I say that. <laughs> and we started playing it around that time, and then I just don't even remember how to play it. It's a good game. It was one of my favorites. It's been just so long. Mm-hmm. And we ended up shooting the boot, and me not shooting a boot. I, I threw up. <laughs> I, remember someone, I remember someone going, just get past the lint. Just get past the lint. Don't even taste it. Don't even worry about the taste. Plug your nose. Get past the lint. And I was like, what? <laughs> all over his bike and he's like man now why did you do that and i was like give me another beer i need to wash this out <laughs> oh man i was notorious for throwing up and just drinking more puke and Here rally and my friends what's up puke and rally my friend yes sir except for the shed i puked on the shed and went to bed i distinctly remember that because i was passed out on that couch i remember that night I shotgun two beers uh, with that fraternity member's little. And then that fraternity member showed back up. And then I had a couple shots of Jaeger. Drank a third of third of a fifth of fucking Jack. And then went to bed. And that member that was watching over me that night was about to go up to bed because I had been out for a good minute. And then all of a sudden, out of my fucking dead sleep, I sit right up and go... I don't feel good. <laughs> and he goes, go, go to the kitchen. Why? He goes, go to the kitchen. And I was like, okay. And so I get there and he goes, finger, fuck your throat. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, stick your fingers down your throat. You'll throw up. And I was like, I don't throw up. He goes, you're going to throw up. Do that or like fucking go with your arms, throw them up and you might throw up. He's like, I don't want to throw up. He goes, wait, 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 wait. Don't do it in here. Don't puke in my kitchen. Go to the shed. <laughs> and so I went to the shed. And sure enough, sooner or later, and there I showed you the video. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's, get the demons out of you. Get them out. Oh, yeah, boy. And I was like, it's on a drive somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm thinking about, like, all the degenerate 
drinking stories that have been told on this podcast so far. <laughs> a lot. God. Dude, I can tell you one night, you know those big, big fucking bottles of zombie Bacardi? Oh, yeah. The, that's disgusting. And I mean like the big fucking jugs at Kroger. Yeah. I drank one of those in one night. No. You oh, didn't. yeah. I was pissed because I was supposed to get laid. <laughs> I was pissed. I was newly single, and I was like, oh, yeah, like this will be great. And I started drinking. I texted her. It was after our meeting. I was like, yo, like what's going on? She's like, oh, we have our meeting. I'll let you guess which sorority it was. Um, we'll leave that. In, yeah. Um, and she's like, well, mine's running a little bit late. When we're done, I can come pick you up. We can go back to my place. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, boy. That weight loss did magic. Because <laughs> that time in my life, that's all I wanted to do. Right. I was like, fuck it. I look good. No one can tell me I don't. I'm going to get it wet. Because now I have a chance. <laughs> now I'm all about personality before I get canceled. Okay. I don't care about that anymore. Okay. <laughs> about eyes and personality. Eyes don't change. Okay. Um, and I drink most of that. I had about a quarter left. Well, not a quarter. It was like about, about like an eighth. Okay. About an eighth. And she shows up and I am pissed drunk. Barely standing drunk. Like before she got there, my alpha big watched me kick my shoes off. And it hit the wall right beside my head. And me go, oh, oh. That's why she, she ever calls me Bambi in front of you. That's what she's referring to. <laughs> Love her to death. That's what she's referring to. Even my big. He'll call me Bambi. That's here amazing. and there, not as much, but she does. She will. Anytime I got drunk, she'd be like, oh, here comes Bambi. I've, I've heard the nickname Bambi being uh-huh. thrown around a time or two. Yep. And then the second one I kicked off actually hit me. <laughs> and she just looked at me and went, what do you think was going to happen? I don't know. Leave me alone, mother. What was <laughs> what was the time frame between you, her telling you that she'll come over after the meeting is done and then you kicking yourself with your own shoe? Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Jesus, man. I drink more than that that night, too, than that bottle. Dude. The miracle I did not wake up in the hospital at least once. No shit. Dude. I remember she came up and I was barely there and she went, Hi Nayla. Hello. <laughs> and she I just remember going, I can't do nothing with you. We'll try again sometime. And I walked out and I went, Fuck. And then you remember the deltas that were always over when I was there. Oh yeah. There's two of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I had that eighth left of that bottle. They started singing their song. Oh, no. And I looked at them very ever so calmly and took the, flicked the fucking cap off and pulled the little stopper out, uh-huh. the, the fun sucker. And I just downed it and went, ah. <laughs> and threw it away and walked away. Oh, man. If I'm fucked up, I can shotgun, shotgun. Well, I went and started shotgunning beers. I started sipping on beers. <laughs> <laughs> I am just... Oh, I got more fucked up than that before, too. I'm just blown away. Yeah. <laughs> you remember uh, remember Tate? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it's hard to describe him because he wasn't in the fraternity. So I can be like, hey, this fraternity member and do something specific. It was Tate. Yeah. He was watching me. It was for my birthday. I'm 90% sure. It she was, was babysitting you. 
Oh, big time. Big time. Love you, Tate. He babysat me that night. So did Kyle. <laughs> they both failed. I had a whole fifth of Midori to myself. Gross. Midori is disgusting, but it was cheap. Whole bottle of Midori. Six pack, six, six pack of Smirnoff. Few beers. I was cut off. Good. Well, Tay went to the bathroom. After the fraternity member and I didn't know all your speak anymore, so you, you know, um, went to bed. Well, as he was up the stairs in the toilet, I crawled my happy ass to the fridge. Got another smear off. Oh my god! He came down as I'm finishing. He goes, Nate, and I went, yeah. And he goes, get back in here. Oh, okay. Well, then he walked away for a phone call while on the front porch. I crawled back in the fucking kitchen. Got another smear off. Oh my god! He came in as it was halfway gone. He goes, dude, and I was like, huh? He goes, no more. And I went, ah, no. And I finished it real quick. And he starts dragging me back to the fucking living room. Because <laughs> I could barely move. And then he passed out. Oh, well, I got another one. Oh, my God. And then the fraternity the member came back and went, Tate. And he went, huh? He goes, what is he doing? And he goes, nay. <laughs> you feel like a toddler. He can't. Like, you're like a toddler that knows there's cookies in the kitchen. Don't cut me off. And mom falls asleep. You're like, yep, I'm going to eat all those fucking cookies. (laughs) You're the worst. Worst part is he even bought Tito's for me. Tate did. Oh, no. I don't even think I took a shot of it. Because I was so focused on getting the Midori down. I had the Midori down in like half an hour. Oh, no. Because I tasted it and went, oh, this is gross. So I just, no shots, nothing. Just started drinking out of the bottle. Like a true alcoholic. It, dude. And I was <laughs> like, okay. Um, I remember going upstairs that night, crawling up the stairs, because that's where I slept. I don't know why. That is, I guarantee you get me fucked up in that house. Now I will still go back to that spot. Ridiculous. Don't know what it is. Uh, I think it's because it's away from the main part of the house. And, and I feel secure because there's so much shit there. It's fair. I remember rolling over, throwing up fucking, I don't know what it was, and then rolling back over. And then waking up and rolling over and going, oh, I threw up. And then, father, <laughs> look at me going, you don't clean that shit up, I'm beating your ass. All right. I miss Jack. So, father <laughs> wanted to uh, beat you up for... He beat that ass. <laughs> what, uh... What else? What else? Yeah. Man, I remember TJ. That's not his actual name, so I'm okay with saying TJ. Yeah. Um, I remember TJ coming home from basic. And I remember going, picking him up, bringing him back. He got fucked up. Fucked up. And you, you were the fucking culprit. You, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of accusations here. <laughs> I remember I went back to the house house. Y'all were still at the alpha house. Was it the alpha house? I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And y'all started... I think it was Knob. I think it was Knob Creek. Yep. (laughs) Because you gave me the same fucking bottle two weeks later to take a shot out of. (laughs) 
He <laughs> <laughs> was good, right? Went, wow, yeah, it is good. Yeah, so TJ got fucked up on him. Oh, what? <laughs> Dude had crown. He had knob. He had beers. Dude threw up in his sleep. Thank God he didn't fucking die. Yeah. He had it all over his beard, in his hair. Dude, we went to Walmart to get, <laughs> eight hours later to get a carpet cleaner. This man still drunk out of his fucking mind. Still blasted out of his fucking gourd. Me, me and the one that don't talk anymore made a fucking turn. And there goes TJ walking down the aisle. Oh, walking past us. Going right down like, oh, da 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 da. Like it's nothing. And me and Carl, like, what the fuck are you doing? Come here. And he's over there talking to himself as he's rocking back and forth. <laughs> We're like, oh my God. And me and Carl are like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. You gotta get the fuck out of here. And we roll up. And TJ's like, I got it. I got it. He did. He bought it. And he returned it. <laughs> and the worst part is, is because after he used it, he's like, take me back to Walmart. I return this. I'm like, okay. Motherfucker didn't even clean it. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. That's he disgusting. didn't even clean it because I asked him, well, did you clean it? He goes, fuck, no. Oh, that's I'm going to go back to Cleveland anyways. Let's go. I was like, okay. That's <laughs> disgusting. Yep. <laughs> Shocker though that that carpet cleaner did really good because I bought one for my first apartment. Yeah, up in Philly, Doug, fucking amazing. Highly Smart recommend. Shit. Highly recommend for thirty dollar fucking carpet cleaner. Oh, perfect. Yeah, you do cars, fucking phenomenal. Nice, dude. <laughs> there's some there's some ridiculous stories being told here. <laughs> I can go on all about me and TJ, dude. Me and TJ, oh my god, we we rolled together. Yeah, that's how that he drank. I got a text. I drank. He got a text. He smoked. I got a text. Cigars. Yeah, cigars. Um, it's two peas in a pod, man. He rolled. I rolled. He went military. I went military. <laughs> <laughs> he has a kid now. I'm having a kid. <laughs> we roll together, man. You guys, you guys are homies until the end. Yeah, pretty much. I I haven't heard from him for years. I haven't seen him in years. But he was he was a good one after mm-hmm. uh, after I left that you guys brought in. He was a he was a good one. I hope he's I hope he's doing well. Seems like you guys might still talk to each other. We do here and there. I talked to him last month. Okay. It, it's pretty spotty. I guarantee you if I text him right now, I'd have to respond with him another day. Yeah. Cause I, that's just, I don't know what it is, but him and I will talk. Yeah. He'll send me something here and there. I'll send him something here and there mm-hmm. is what it is. It's rare to have him send me something, but usually he does respond if I talk to him or try to. Yeah. Um. I do miss TJ so much. Dude was <laughs> fucking great. He's so good. He's an awesome person. Mm-hmm. Even like even back then, and like there's a lot of change that goes on between like your freshman year of college to your senior year of college, and then like after graduating college and then on. There's so much change that happens. I I bet, I guarantee he's still a badass. Oh, I guarantee it. I guarantee he can fucking drink still too. <laughs> I remember we had a, a a gala we had to go to for the alphas for the autism one that they have mm-hmm. while he was there. I think it was the night that he got fucked up because oh, someone gave him knob. I remember him and I going to Walmart buying matching clothes. 
and rolling up in the same shit or close to the same shit and then checking each other before we went to the gala. He's looking at me like, oh, good. I'm like, yeah, straighten your tie. Oh, well, I mean, he goes, get the lint roller and straighten your tie. And he'd roll down, straighten the tie, and be like, what about now? He goes, you gotta change your shoes. I only have boots. That's dumb. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I was notorious to showing up to that shit all dressed up boots. Mm-hmm. Every yep. fucking time. <clears throat> I still do it. I will wear cowboy boots with the suit, and y'all can't tell me. I went to a fucking prom in that same suit and wore cowboy boots. Ridiculous. But a lot of people do it. It looked so. fucking great. And you can't tell me otherwise. And my date that I had, she wore a dress with cowboy boots. Yeah. Two peas in a pod, man. Shit works. Cowboy boots are essential to life. I need. I should get a pair then. You should. Just don't. Don't get fucking Durangos. Not Durangos? Not Durangos. I bought my first pair of Durangos. They died in three months. Oh. Yeah, the soul fell out of them. That's not good. Yeah. Don't those boots last for like ever, don't they? Some of them. Some brands are good. Um my Justins that I have, my really old ones. Mm-hmm. Six or seven years old now. Yeah. Like, and they still roll. Yeah, if I'm buying a pair of boots like that, I want them to last over five years. Justin's and Ariots. Okay. Ariots, Ariots, however you want to say it. Whatever. Um, tomato. Yeah. Tomato tomato. Um, tomato, my, tomato. Yeah. Is that what you just yes, told me? Yes, sir. <laughs> um, my work boots out there are Justin's. Okay. Yeah, they're uh, not the J Maxes. J Maxes are their good work boots. Like they're very expensive, last forever work boots. Very comfortable. Uh, those are hard to find right now. Yeah, but, everything's hard to find right now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, every all my boots have lasted well, good now. My my Ariats, I think, are three or four years old now. They're fine. Still yeah. have good tread on them. I still wear them. They're still, like, the leather going up your leg is still stiff for me. Like, it still keeps shape. Justin's, and yeah, they're looser leather. But they shit kick. They kick shit, and they shit kick. Okay? I have a video of me burning my first pair of boots to the song In the Arms of the Angel. <laughs> And I sent it to another fraternity member because I got the inspiration from him. Because when he flushed his fish, he did the same thing. <laughs> I don't know who it was. What? But you don't have to tell me because I can make an assumption. <laughs> Is it the crazy uncle? <laughs> oh, I nailed it. <laughs> I nailed it. <laughs> he was not enthused with my valiant efforts to recreate it. <laughs> You didn't even have to tell me who it was, <laughs> and I knew it. By the way, if that crazy uncle piece of shit is listening, he hit me up at uh, around Christmas time, 2021, really? and was like, hey, man, I want to come and do a podcast. And I was like, cool, let's fucking do it in January. And then that bitch ghosted me. <laughs> sounds like crazy uncle. It sounds just like him. Love him to death. Great dude. Wild partier. God damn. I knew I was getting fucked up, fucked up. It was with him and the other president. I knew damn well that night was gone. Knew it. If I, if I walked in and saw him drinking a beer, I went, we're getting fucked tonight. Got it. <laughs> I'd go home because I only live 10 minutes away and I'd get dressed for the night, come back and start drinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
my god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you, know, you know, I will tell you that aside from drinking, because there's been a lot of drinking stories so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, I knew when I was pledging, I wanted one or two bigs. Okay. okay. Yeah. I either wanted the one that got me started into drinking, having my first beer. Okay. And watch me throw up, tell me to get my demons out of me. I didn't know he had a little. I didn't know he could only have one. I didn't know he had one either. Or I wanted my big that I actually have. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that Terrence, that, yeah, yeah. When I found out that he actually already had a little, I was like, if it's not my big now, I don't I'm leaving. It. <laughs> if it's not the person that I actually have now, I'm gone. Not doing it. Another poster was like, well, you can do that one. No, I'm not doing it. It's him or die. I don't like anyone else that much. <laughs> no offense to anyone else listening. It's just those two are like my go-to homies. Yeah. It's, okay. It's like who you resonate with really well. Right. And same for the alpha side. The big I got was the big I wanted. Yeah. I was like, that one. If I don't get that one, I'm pissed. <laughs> I also was static when I was like, Um, also i'm sorry mother i still have not gotten your paddle done yet (laughs) it's been five years uh that one has been sitting around um let's see since 2016 i think oh (laughs) yeah so six years (laughs) oh yeah oh we'll be six years no it'll be five because i pledged in 2017 yeah spring yeah that's right Yep. Memory's still there a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Speaking of uh memories, do you wanna do you wanna change uh over to um there were some other things that you were mentioning that you wanted to talk the, about. The, the dark and gloomy stuff. I, I that goes know. back in but doesn't talk about the viewer discretion advice shit. Oh. Is it is it that stuff? Uh, yeah, the rest of my growing oh yeah. Dude, my entire bring up was fucking sad. Oh Jesus! I right. had no come ups until I was until I was sixteen and day that chick that did everything. Oh shit! And then I went right back downhill. Oh my god! And then I found you guys, and I got with another chick that worked really well, and then I didn't because I was going to the military. Yeah, she didn't want a military man, which is fine. We tried stuff again. When I got out. I realized I was too toxic for her, so I bailed her off. Let me try it again. I realized again I was too fucking toxic for her. So I bailed her <laughs> off again. I wasn't doing that to her. She Jesus. didn't deserve it. And now I'm with now I'm engaged. Um it's Joshua. Jocelyn. And and we're having a daughter. So like Congratulations. Yeah, she beat the toxic out of me. I she don't know she about straight all that. <laughs> She straight looked at me and went, Do it again, see what happens. I'll leave right now. And I was like, do it. Not really. No, I'm not that fucking bold. I was like, no, tell me what to do. I'll change. Disgusting. You leave me alone. <laughs> Don't you fucking judge me. I'm judging you so much right now. I'm just kidding. Are you a fucking arbitrator in my life? Maybe. <laughs> I am your grandfather. That's fair. You are. You are that. I'll get great grandfather in on this. He'll defend me. <laughs> you know how many times I ran into him at Walmart when they lived near me? Anytime they went to Walmart, anytime I went to Walmart, we always ran into each other. It was almost every time I went to Walmart, I saw them. 
It's a small town, man. Dude. No, it'd be random. Random times a day. Yeah. I go in the morning. I see great grandfather. I'd be like, hey. And you see people looking at us because we both just went, hey, at the same fucking time. Or you see great grandmother give me a big hug and get all loud and jittery like she does over to death. Um, I always saw him. Always. I remember seeing him there and she's like, oh, I'm looking for a Funko. And I was like, Amazon? Of course you're looking for a Funko. Well, there's a lot of Funko collectors out there. There are. I tried to start getting into it. It's too fucking expensive. Yeah, I have a couple, and I had more. But I was like, oh, this is like, takes up too much space. Right. I can't, like, tinker with them. Like, I can't take them out of the box and, like, play with them. Because then I can damage them. They lose value. And if I want to sell them later, like. Right. Dude, my stepson has the hardest time with that concept. Oh, man. He goes, they had toys. And I'm like, they're not toys. They're collect. I mean, they are toys, but they're collectibles. We don't want one. I want one. You have the money? <laughs> What's money? Exactly. Go get a job. Yeah, he has pretty nice savings account, actually. Um, But I think there's only a few that I want at this point, and they're supernatural-based. Yeah. Because I, I watched that this past summer, and now I'm fucking hooked. Isn't there, like, 50 seasons of that show? 15. 15. 15. 50. <laughs> Whatever. There's so many times in, in in that entire show that they could have ended it. Like, they wrapped up a season, and you're like, man, it's over. Like, it is, and it's over, over. And I remember watching it, and it was like, I forget which season it was. I, I've only watched through it once, and we've gone through it twice now. And they killed off a main character. It's like, he was gone for good. He went to the cage with Lucifer, and it's like, oh, it's over. Dude's dead, and that's how they were writing it. Because God writes the fucking story. Yeah. He's sitting there typing. You don't know it's God. And all good things must come to the end. And they're like, oh, fuck, it's over. That's great. And it pans down and you see that same character. And it's like, one thing I've learned about that show is nothing dies and stays dead. Especially the fucking Winchesters. That's all I know. I've never watched that show. People told me that I should watch it. It's great. I like it. It took me by surprise. Okay. I will tell you there's one character, Dean, dies a hundred, I think like 11 times. There's an episode that all he does is fucking die. That's annoying. It's a Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, nice. You'll, yeah, literally it's like, we can't do that. You'll die. And he goes, what? And he walks out in the street and goes, boom, car. <laughs> yeah, I never got into that show. People have recommended it to me and they're like, oh, you'd love it. Like knowing other shows that i enjoy watching and i'm like oh 15 seasons of one show is a lot of commitment but none of them are really the same they all have different issues it's not like the walking dead that has that many fucking seasons and you know that well this season they're gonna find an antagonist and next season they're gonna deal with that antagonist yeah and the next season they're gonna rebuild the community the next season they're gonna find another fucking antagonist it's the same story throughout the entire fucking... Some shit does get repetitive, I will not lie. Oh, yeah. Love the show. It does get a little repetitive in some in some episodes. There are only four episodes that things are not fucking killed. But the entire plot line builds up to this milestone, and then this milestone, and then this... And it's all one foul fucking swoop. 
Like, it all makes fucking sense. It's all one follow swoop, and you'd be like, wow, yeah, no, that ties into that he did this, and then this did this, and this, and this, and this. All makes sense. Hmm. It's not random shit that pops up. It would all make a biblical sense. Okay. Yeah. So it's a good show. That's why I like it, because it was written very well thought out. Okay. Um, I know that the one of the main stars, his name's Jensen, he played Dean, said recently that he'd be down for another season. Um, he likes the show. He's making a spinoff right now of his parents, of the, of Dean and Sam's parents type deal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And how they grew up and shit like that. So I'm curious to see it. Um, so I have nothing to do with Sam and Dean growing up because it gets explained in the main show. But see, CW is like, oh yeah, we can do another show. And he's like, I'd be down. I'm like, I'd be down. (laughs) I want to see how they would work this. Because everyone's dead. <laughs> How are you going to fucking work this? Oh, Jack man. goes, you know what? I need you. No. Leave it fucking dead. Interesting. That's all I got to say. Just leave it dead. All right. All right. Now that I went on my little tangent about a show that needs to stay dead. Because it was good enough. I might watch an episode or two and see how it goes. Start in the middle don't start season one because it'll be boring you won't understand some of it because that's where i started are you about to give me the whole office tangent no (laughs) no the office is the same all the way through i love the office i do i absolutely adore the office but it's kind of the same all the way through until michael quits and then you get the different fucking ceos and shit but like everyone's like you've probably you may have said this yourself or you've probably heard it from other people it's like I love The Office. I'm like trying to tell other people mm-hmm. to watch it, and it's like, well, don't watch season one, but like you have to watch it to understand it, and like, but like don't watch it. And then it's like it's good, and then I stop watching, and then like when Michael leaves, and then it just goes to shit, and it's like, so I'm stuck with like three solid seasons of a show. Now I'll tell you to watch from the beginning. I love The Office. How I got started on it because someone re- recommended it when I was younger. Yeah. And it turned me off right away because it was just, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I get it. There's backstory that you need to know. But at the same time, that intro to me was confusing as fuck. As someone who's new to it and doesn't really know what's going on, you're going to intro with that. I'm going to go, what the fuck is going on here? Who is that? What are they doing? What the fuck? And I get it's a way to write a plot. It gets you hooked because you're like, man, I wonder who the fuck that is. Cut the bullshit. And roll right into kind of after that. And roll into kind of when the second person gets set on fire. That's all in the same first episode. But that first chunk there could have been saved for a different time. And it would have made more sense in my mind to write it as a memory or like a here, let me show you what I did. Click goes back to this memory and you're right there. Which they did before for Dean. But it could have been used in a more powerful sense for Sam, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Uh, When he's figuring out what's going on with him. And the dude that did it could have just been like, let me show you. He snaps his finger and takes you there. And he'd be like, you look familiar? Oh my god, that's connect. Me sitting here like, what the fuck's going on? You have to wait till you're halfway through the season to kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. It is what it is. That's my tangent on the supernatural. Love it, but that's my tangent. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got on that fucking topic. I don't. Um, but that's my tangent. Yeah. I don't know. Um, trying to play footsie with you. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a try. Well, like my thing is, is it's a long commitment. It was like 15 seasons. And, like, I'm the person where I'll sit and I make a commitment to watch all of it as fast as possible. And, and so, like, that's a big chunk of time. Like, I watched, uh, so I haven't seen all of The Walking Dead until, like, last year. I watched the nine seasons that are on Netflix. Is it worth finishing after season five? Uh, it's on the final season right now, season 10. Right. Is it worth watching after Carl gets bit? Oh. Because um, that's where I stopped because I was like, nah, fuck this. So, I really, really liked season 9. Okay. Um, I I think, like, it it is just like you described earlier. Um, and it, it is repetitive, but it's good. Like, there's a good storyline with it. And I think it's – I'm excited to see how it ends. Okay. Um, I was going to say because I ended when they had those Wumbo people walking around, the people with the W on them. I call them Wumbo. Oh, I forget what those people were. But I just called them Wumbo because that's what – the first thing I thought about was Patrick Starr. Wumbo. <laughs> and so that's the first thing I associated with. Uh, like, Wumbo, Wumbo. You Wumbo. Yep. <laughs> it's the Wumbo tears. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's quite the <laughs> that's quite the connection <laughs> thank you oh man this is why I'm not into writing is because I, I write some weird shit some weird <laughs> connections there's some weird connections going on in this, this episode right here <laughs> I don't want to start out with gloomy shit man my entire episode last time was just me talking about dark shit yeah no. Yeah, we we lightened it up. Uh, we talked about some some funny shit, some TV shows shit, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about um like the your growing up then? Oh yeah, I can do that. Okay, that'd be cool. Um, I suppose. <laughs> um, everything really took a fucking dive. Like growing up. Up to 10 years old. I can't say from one. I don't fucking remember that. Right. I remember doing the splits trying to get a piece of bologna as my mom mopped the floor. And my dad was like, what the fuck are you doing? And it had to come get me because I wouldn't move. I remember that. I also remember turning furniture upside down with my brother to make forts. <laughs> remember that. You didn't just use like pillows and blankets like other kids? No, I'm pretty sure we flipped a fucking chair. <laughs> I don't know. My mom will hear this and go, that never happened. So it didn't happen. Or she'll tell me what happened. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I don't know. Um. Growing up was kind of whatever. Didn't really have grandparents. Still really don't. I'll say that until the day I died. I know my one of my quote-unquote grandparents was here until I was there. You were there until your daughter had kids. And then you didn't care for anyone else but your daughter's kids. Yeah. She got to hold me about my baby. I'm all excited. I don't care. You're not going to meet her. I don't care. 
Unless you can prove to me that you're going to make a fucking effort. I don't care. I, you don't want to make an effort to see my kid, and I'm going to make an effort for, for you to see my kid. Sometimes that's family. Ain't happening, Captain. Okay. <laughs> Will I bring her down to Columbus here and there? Maybe. Yeah. Let's go see Uncle Cam. I don't know who that is yet, but let's go. Might see <laughs> Uncle Terrence. If he's available. If he's still, if he works nights or not. He's busy. <laughs> busy. Um But it is what it is. Um, so one through ten wasn't too bad. Ten was a great year. I got a Nintendo DS. Sorry, playing Pokemon right there. Fucking loved it. Um, Pokemon Diamond, no big deal. You know, just catching Dialgos and shit. NBD, NBD. no big deal. I was a nerd of the school. It's all right. <laughs> I remember getting the Soul Silver with the little Pokemon thing, little Pokeball you put in your pocket and it would walk and level up your Pokemon as you walked. Whoa, what? Yeah, it would learn new moves and everything. So before you did, you had to like rearrange the moves. So mm-hmm. you, whatever moves you're okay with losing, you would put at the top, like where the top left would be. So that'd be the first one to go. Yeah, and then the top right, and then bottom left and bottom right. So you'd have to work it that way. But if you walked, one step was one experience point. I even think that sometimes they would find stuff as you walked. It's like Pokemon Go. But fucking better. Interesting. Yeah, and you would transfer it back and forth to your game. Huh. I didn't yep. know that existed. I was I was pretty avid up until like right after Emerald. Mm-hmm. And then I that's when it switched over like the Game Boy was obsolete and the uh Nintendo DS came out and my parents did not want to buy me a DS. So uh, yeah, I didn't get one, and I kind of fell off the wagon of that. Um, but yeah, I thought I was hot shit with it. Yeah. Um. I mean, now everyone's was... playing Pokemon Go. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, a little digital thing. Um, I don't remember battling on it like it shows here in one of these photos. But I remember having my little Pokemon there and stuff like that. It's yeah. It's a little fucking tune and jig. And like that was a little step counter there. Um, I think the item, if it picked up an item, it would have it there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was pretty cool. I liked it, and then I lost it. Don't know what happened to it. I was pissed. I was absolutely pissed. <laughs> so I man, that was my medal of honor right there, y'all. Y'all took my spirit, assholes. Um. <laughs> and then when I was age 11, this is where it all sort of kind of took a dark fucking turn. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, man, it's all downhill. Oh, boy. I turned 11 and I watched my uncle die. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I remember every fucking sound that dude made. I remember everything he said and every sound he made and everyone in the room. And you, like, you were there yeah. as it was happening. Yeah. With my oh. mom and dad, yeah. Oh, my God. My aunts, my uncles, yeah. Uh, my uncle uh, had cerebral palsy and I think maybe another handicap, and I can't remember. He was in a home. He was drowning on his own mucus, if I remember correctly. So I remember all the gagging, everyone, because he didn't really talk, so I can't say I remember his words. I remember everyone else's words. Say hi to mom and dad, give him a hug for me, shit like that. Yeah. Um. I remember hearing the gagging. I, I was so numb at the end of the night. 
I remember walking outside asking God why. Because I, at 11, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. I just know he's dying. Yeah. That's when I became atheist. That right fucking there broke me. Interesting. Yeah. Um, And then I remember, I think my parents found out about 13. I was still atheist. And they told me it was just a phase, and it really wasn't. I was over it. There, to, it's a, in my mind, there's no way that a God would do that. I have since refound my religion because I made one that made sense to me. Uh-huh. And it was all about find one that makes sense to you. Don't push it down throats. Find the one that fits you and shut up about it. I live that vicariously. Not vicariously. But I, I live that to so much extent. I care less what you believe in. So don't be a dick. Yeah. Vegans. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um it was what it was and then around not 12 13 my best friend moved away my 100% homie down to take a bullet for me down to take a bullet for him homie we would sneak out every time he would come over shocker mom and dad I'm sorry um <laughs> Dude, I remember we snuck out one time, and he's like, let me shut the door. And I was very sneaky. I still can be. You won't hear me shut a fucking door at all. And he's like, let me shut the door. I was like, okay. So he shuts it, and I hears chunk. And I went, fuck. I fucking dart into the dark. He's darting, looking at me, talking. And all you hear, we had a fucking iron corn burner out in the fucking yard. Because I forget what it was for, but it was on a trailer. And all I heard was a and him on the fucking ground I went are you good he goes yeah I'm good and then the fucking darts and I was like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> dude you're gonna break to, your fucking nose trying to sneak out here and not kill themselves right dude I remember lighting a thousand firecrackers with him in front of someone's house that was like harassing him a thousand firecrackers yeah one of those big fucking rolls of them yeah. Middle of the night. Didn't care. <laughs> Me and this dude were fucking best friends and we do yeah, we got we would get in a lot of fucking trouble. <laughs> My parents never really found out, but had they we in a lot of trouble. Oh yeah. Um you don't know now, but I'm twenty three, almost twenty four. What the fuck are you gonna do? I was gonna laugh. My dad might laugh. My dad will probably laugh. Um because <laughs> he was messing with this chick right down the road. And he was sleeping with her. Well, then she was like, oh, I'm pregnant. Duh, 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 duh. And like a week after they laid, I was like, that's not possible. And he told her that. And she's like, oh, well, 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 I had a miscarriage. And he was pissed. So we started sneaking out to be dicks. <laughs> so we rolled a thousand firecrackers down their fucking driveway, lit them, and went in the corn. And just sat there in the corn laying down watching. They came out of those little spotlights and looking up and down the road. I was like, okay. She texted him, what, are you and Nate out there doing stuff? And he went, no, we're playing video games. I had him take a photo of us playing video games beforehand for this fucking reason. Genius. Oh, yeah. So he <laughs> sent that, that photo and she went, oh, okay, cool. I told you. Even at 13, I knew what the fuck I was doing. I wasn't dumb at all. Um... <laughs> We would, uh, you remember the works bombs that people would make? The what? The works bombs. What's that? Oh, God. You get a like, two know liter. I was country enough for you. It wasn't country. It was just delinquent. 
you get a two liter or a bottle of any kind really you put the works toilet cleaner in back then i'm pretty sure they took the agent out of it now to do it you know you would put foil in it put oh, the cap yeah. on shake it and toss it loud ass fucking this. boom we had four of them pre-made all you had to do was unscrew the cap and it would drop the balls in because we had them uh taped to a string mm-hmm. so you just loosen it and put the cap back on because it would drop them we had four of them we took them we we're behind this abandoned house i was right next to her lot we took them and we fucking chuck them he's never done them before he goes when, when do i throw i went i don't know when the pressure builds he's like it's under pressure and he looked at me and went do 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 i went stop being a dick and throw it as soon as he throws it it blows up right out of his hand he goes oh my god he goes i have another one and he shakes it and throws it <laughs> he goes yeah bitch and so i throw mine and then they all go all kind of like simultaneously because as we're having this discussion i'm throwing one getting the other one ready he's going another one once we throw it as they go off we turn opposite ways to run and we just go into each other i went oh shit he ran towards the field and jumped into the ditch because it was a deep ditch then man yeah you can see in that bitch and she came out the fucking spotlight again i was right beside the house there's almost no way of me getting in that bitch getting out of there so i'm sitting there crawling beside this little trailer they had like a little like pop out pop-up trailer i was sitting there crawling mm-hmm. beside it and i would watch the light and i started timing it because she started looking down my road because she was pretty sure it was us so as she's looking down there like i started crawling across the fucking road and rolled into the fucking ditch and like the fastest way is just going, roll she shines it right at the ditch i was like looking up and i'm like fuck, fuck 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 and zach's dumb ass gets his phone out and shines his home light at me he goes turn your fucking phone off he goes oh yeah and shuts and puts it back in his pocket i was like dude you are terrible at this <laughs> So we start walking down the road, and she was, she's like, are you and Nate out and about? He's like, no, we're at my house in Faustoria. Oh, okay. Dude. Quit shining the lights when you're trying to be fucking sneaky. This is why, I think this is why I took to the band and shit. It's because I'm good at sneaking around. <laughs> <laughs> this this was, this is what's, how you stem, or the. This is how I stem being a fucking delinquent. Yeah. <laughs> being a delinquent. Um, after he moved away, I really calmed down a lot, uh, which sucked because I love getting to shit with him. He was so fun to have around. I remember my mom locked the door on the one that he clicked it to. I was like, it was good knowing you. She's going to hear the door open. He's like, it was good knowing you. He's like, I'll take all the blame. I went, no, nah, it was both of us. He goes, nice knowing you, man. I was like, nice knowing you. I'm grounded until I'm 18. He didn't make a fucking sound. That door always made a sound. But that night, it did not make a sound. I can't tell you fucking why. I opened it. I went, there's no noise. I went, hurry up. Get in the back room. Get on the fucking Xbox. Because they're going to think we're playing Xbox. I went outside to get a drink. He's like, okay, cool. And he went in there before I shut the door. Because when I shut it, it made a noise. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he powered it on, got into the game. And I walked in. And my dad found us playing video games. And he's like, man, we told you to go to bed. Da, 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 da. Sorry, dad. Just playing video games. We got into it. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love these like stories about being degenerate teenagers. Oh, just wait till <laughs> till the one where I get expelled. You got expelled, <laughs> yes, sir. Let's get there right yes, now. <laughs> it, it was after he he moved away, so he moved away. I lost my my best friend, and then my brother joined the navy, and no one really told me. They kind of told me to think about it, and then he joined, and then basic. I never really saw him that much, and I lost my shit. Yeah, being fourteen, I was like. Bullshit. So, one night I went out. I was talking to one of my friends. He's like, "Yeah, you should bring some vodka one day." I was like, "All right, cool." I thought he was gonna drink it at home. To be honest, I thought he was gonna take it, take it to his house, save it, and then when we, then when I went to go spend the night two nights later, we were gonna drink it. That was my thought process. That was yeah. not his. Um, well, it was until he got it, and he was like, "Oh." So I dumped water out of a water bottle. And then I put Sky Vodka in it. S-K-double-Y Vodka. Gross. <laughs> Look, man, someone left it from a party that my parents had. was what it was. So I took it in. It was during the OGTs. <laughs> Gave it to him. We were in ninth grade, so we had practice OGTs. This boy got fucked up beyond belief. Okay. Dude, he straight doesn't remember the day other than puking, I'm pretty sure. He was fucked up. Like, when you threw up, you smelled vodka. Heavy. Heavy, man. Uh, he didn't rat gross. on me. So what happened was is he, he went down to the office, right? Because he was sick. And everyone smelled the vodka. So they knew someone was drinking. Oh, yeah. And they questioned him. I don't know what happened there because we never really talked about our questionings. Um. Well, then I get called down. But the only evidence they had on me was me giving him a water bottle. You want to know what gave it away? Give it away that really fucked me? He sniffed it. He fucking sniffed it. My defense when they brought that up is why would he sniff it? It was supposed to be flavored. I don't know. He was making sure it was the right flavor. It's supposed to be like mango water or splash water. I don't know. She's like, it's not splash water, Mr. Bowen. Quit lying. I was like, I don't know, man. He's weird. He sniffs water. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> God, looking back on that, like, at the I'll time do it the fuck like, again. At the time, you're like, yeah, this is a great idea. And now you sit, and hindsight's 2020, and you're like, that was the dumbest fucking lie I could have thought of. <laughs> the best one I had at the time. Would I do it again? Yes, but I would tell him not to sniff the fucking bottle. <laughs> Here, take this. Okay, don't sniff it, you dumb shit. Sorry. <laughs> Just take it. Tell him I brought you a water. Because we texted about it. I don't fucking know. Right. Dude, it was fucking terrible. And she's like, what if he got in his car? Well, he doesn't drive. He's 14. Well, what if he did drive? He'd be smarter than that. But what if he wasn't? And then he killed himself. Driving. Okay, well, none of those can really be hypothesized. Dude doesn't drive. Right. Dude is 14, no car, no license, can't drive. But what if he was? You would get involuntary manslaughter. The fuck I would. You're wrong on that, Sprout. I'll say it, that fucking cow. Anywho, <laughs> we call her Sprout Cow. I'll say it to her face. I don't give a shit. She became an alcoholic, too, after her son graduated, man. You could smell it on her breath in the mornings. Oh, yeah. 
Get on me about alcohol. But yeah, you'll sit there and have a few martinis before you come in because you're the people. You know you. Get over yourself. So <laughs> we got uh, suspended for 10 days with chance of expulsion. We were both put up for expulsion. So we did get expelled. But not in a conventional way. Everyone goes, we were expelled. You weren't allowed back. Bet. Superintendent loved us because we were quiet and did our shit. So what happens when you're not a delinquent? People like you. <laughs> but we were in the expulsion meeting and he's like, well, I think Mr. Bone here learned his lesson. I think I want him to come back to school now. So he was cool with the 10 days, ready to let me come back. Right? Sprout, sprout bitch. Was like, we need to set an example out of him and not let him back. Now, don't be too hate. Like, they went back and forth on this. Eventually, he settled for I'll, I'll expel him for the rest of the year. He'll do all his shit online. What he does online, we'll go into look at his curriculum. It is what it is. I'll let him back next year. Suck it. You wanted me gone. I came back. And you hated me came back on good behavior <laughs> yeah i remember someone threatened me with a gun what not at like a school? physical gun yeah we're on the bus and the dude started talking shit and i looked at him knowing that he hasn't seen his mom in weeks he was talking shit being a dick so me with my mouth what at least i see my mom every day and he looked at me you look at how i bring my fucking gun to school and shoot your ass. I went, do it, bitch. It's the only way you're going to kill me. You can't do oh shit. And he God. goes, that's it. I'll bring it tomorrow. I'm going to shoot your ass. Do it, bitch. Do it. My mom calls the school and tell, no, she didn't call the school. She took me to school the next day and told them. And nothing came out of that kid. Principal was like, just tell him to sit somewhere else. Oh, but if I said, I'm going to kick your ass, you'd suspend me. Okay. It's like a school shooter in the making. Right. I don't know how to do this now. I care less. Apparently his mom came back, though, like five years later. She's on a drug bench. Ooh. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Poor dude. Um. But, yeah. I have my fair share of bullshit. <laughs> These are some, like, wild <laughs> high school stories, man. So... <laughs> I came back, and when I came back, I was really numb still from my uncle's death. Mm -hmm. At this point, I think I was like 14. No, not 14. I started acting 14. I was 15. I was still very numb, so I was very emotionless. I was friends with some dude who would argue. If you told him the sky was blue, he oh, it's great. Because, and he would argue until he would have no breath left. And if he had a chance to put a mask on to get more breath, he would. Just so he could argue longer. Jeez. He argued with me about the oil capacity of a truck because the liters in the engine size were different. That doesn't determine the fucking oil capacity. Fucking dickweed. <laughs> I said, I went home to my dad. I went, look. My dad being the mask mechanic, he is. I was like, look, does this mean anything? He goes, no, your pan does. Like, your oil capacity is completely different from how many liters your engine is you have a 1.3 liter engine and the only reason i say it well 1.4 is because i've had one 
That bitch took five quarts of fucking oil. That's more than 1.3 liters. Okay. Yeah. It's like a gallon and a quarter. Okay. Math checks out. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck my shit. So then I went to Vanguard and all that shit happened. That in the last episode. Yeah. And I was a walking casket, basically. I was dead inside. I just want to die. Went to you. Found you guys. Kind of got saved. Kind of tried killing myself with alcohol a few nights. Yeah. If you haven't listened to episode one, as traumatizing as it is, I think it was episode 14, the first part of this. Yeah. Anyone who's listening, go back and listen to it. Yeah. Um, And then found you guys made it a little bit better. I found Gabby and it made it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's real shit. It, it, it is. The only ex I don't have any bad blood towards is her. It's because she pulled me out of the place I was. And she yeah. wanted to do it when I got out of the military. I just wouldn't let her. She didn't deserve it. She doesn't She doesn't need to. She didn't want to before. She doesn't need to do it again. Type shit. That's where I was. So I didn't get back with her. Feel like a dick with how I handled it, because I really fucking crushed her the second time. That way, I knew she would stay away. Um. So it is what it is with her. If she hears this, I'm sorry. Kind of whole different mindset, man. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. Always. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, man. But hindsight's bullshit because you can't do shit about it. That's true. Yeah, that is very true. You ever look at me as like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. You go, high, well, in hindsight, I'm going to be like, anything, anything, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and that moment, I won't give a shit. I've completely, so I had to do RCO training this past week, right? Which for those who don't know, that's remote control operator for locomotives. I Coupling speed for a train is four miles an hour or less. If you couple at four, there's a fucking issue. You are slamming that shit. Okay, two is slamming that shit. Wow. You couple between like one and one and a half, you're doing great. If you can ease back into that knuckle and make that tie, you're doing great. That is a great tie. The softer, the better, as long as it ties. Okay, it's not loud. <laughs> it's a nice tie. Um, I didn't. I was looking at my speed. I was like, man, I'm going really fast. I'm going four miles an hour. That's really fast for a fucking couple. So I bring it down to stop. Like we discussed last time, it takes forever for a train to stop. Right. RCO, there's a delay. Because it's transmitting to the to the locomotive. It gets the transmission on the OCU or the whatever the OCU. I don't fucking know. I don't know the technicality names. The locomotive unit gets it. It goes, okay, we need to do this and this. And it sends the brake. Instead of using the console, it uses the remote. So then it starts doing the brakes. So it's a two-second delay. Another two second delay. I was like, man, this can tie so fast. And so I put my brakes on my independent, which is just your locomotive brakes. I didn't, that's all I had. On to full. Put it on stop and it slammed back to two and a half. I went, oh shit. <laughs> and looking back now, I could have slowed her down. And my trainer was like, I laugh at it now, you know, because of hindsight. I went, it was fucking hindsight. I don't care, <laughs> Nate. He goes, I'm just saying, man, I laugh at it. No, I went, I know, okay. Just in this moment, I don't care about hindsight. I care that I fucked up a couple. <laughs> he goes, you didn't fuck it up. I wanted to have me, I fucked it up. Because in the simulator, you go over two miles an hour, it dings you. 
for a safety violation. Better than the other dude that we have. There's a dude there that they don't even think will ever finish RCO training because he can't grasp it. Before, and before someone goes, well, it has to be hard. It's not hard. It's not. Dude, it's just, I thought it was going to be this big daunting task. Because you're doing this, you're controlling a train from a fucking box that you have on your chest. You have two dials on, you have one dial on each side, two dials total. total. Left dial is your independent brakes or your locomotives. And you also throw an emergency. God, don't ever do that. And then you have your speed. Okay? There, there's all you should fucking need. It's like a, it's like a remote control car. Pretty much, uh, yeah. Controller. The only difference is, is you can pitch it to someone else. If you have two man crew, you can go, hey, here comes the pitch, and you pitch it to them. Now they have control, which yeah. is amazing. And you know, it's a full size train versus a remote control car. <laughs> right, a little bit different. Yeah, um, a little, little different. A little different. But uh, like you have. Your, your idle speed that also puts on brake. Then you have your idle. And then you have couple. And you have four. And seven. And then ten. And then fifteen. Weird increments. Yeah, I know. But four is where you can mount and dismount and couple. So that's why they have it there. I don't know about the seven thing. I don't. I think they need something in between ten. Because yard speed is ten. But yeah. He brought it back and he tied too hard too many times in one night. And. They took him up to the simulator for three hours and nothing. Could He could not grasp it. But it really is just understanding how much weight you have, how much space you have, and when you should stop. That's it. Yeah. And for someone who's never done it, they're like, wow, no, that is a lot. Cause you have to take into consideration the weight of a train. Not really. Dude, if you just fucking slam that bitch into stop, that locomotive is going to stop. You know when it's going to stop. Because all you're going to hear is falling dominoes. If you're going seven and hit stop, all you're going to hear is ting, 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 boom, on your last car. Because we have to do that. Because in yard jobs, you kick train cars, which means you are putting it up to a couple speed. And as soon as it starts moving, slam it into like seven or ten. Mm-hmm. Per rule, you go couple, it starts moving, then four, and then seven, and then ten. Some people do 15 right away. Um, I go straight up to seven. I like seven. Seven's the fastest I'll go. Um, and you pull the cut lever, and then as soon as you cut it and it gets speed going, because it'll stay up some, most of them will. Some of them drop, you have to run with it. You hit stop, and it'll fucking boom, and you just see that car rolling down the fucking the line. Free. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I like kicking cars. In all honesty, I didn't think I was going to like something in the railroad like that. I love kicking cars. It's so much fun. Because you get to be loud. Yeah. That's it. You get to be loud and no one bugs you. No one's up your ass. You're getting shit done. <laughs> Is there like, uh, I don't know, I'm just interested. Is there like videos on the stuff that you do? Yes. Like out on the internet? Oh, okay. fuck yeah. It's it's reminding me of like, you remember that show that's like how it's made? Yeah. Um. Where it's like they go through making things that are just everyday things that you use or consume. And it's like trains do all of this and get goods and services all the way out around. Okay, sweet. Yeah, bunch of them. Um, yeah. So I'm like, I just want to sit down and like learn how all of this happens. Just because like, you know, 
trains go from point A to point B and they have a bunch of goods and services, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, Make that's American about moves. all I know. Yeah. Um, trust me, there's shit out there. I can tell you this because um, there is a big community of rail fans. You call them foamers. Because it's like they foam at the fucking mouth for trains. <laughs> I will never get it. You're a photographer. I'm a photographer. Yeah. I see them one way. You may see them a different way. I see photography as an art form. You may see it as a way to take pictures of shit you enjoy. Right. I see it both ways, but some shit, I just want to know what the fuck you're making look pretty. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, is fucking trains. If you're going to sit there and take pictures of a moving locomotive, first off, I hope you have a good camera that can handle that speed. Because that's 50 miles an hour. Yeah. I hope your shutter speed is good enough, which it should be. But I hope your camera catches it. Because I know my first Sony, if you turn that camera speed, the shutter speed, all the way up to the fastest shutter, it won't capture shit. It just won't. I don't know why, but it won't. But at the same token, what's so intriguing about a locomotive? Did you see that video uh, about that dude that was, I think he was in like the UK somewhere. The one that has the fucking face that's like yeah, all he's fucking round. He's, like, he's, <laughs> he's got the GoPro with like the fisheye lens. So yep. His face is all distorted. And he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I stayed up for this. That is a and foamer. he's like so excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> they'll fucking do. They'll nut if you give them a tonnage graph. You give them you if you have to stop and they're they're taking pictures. If you hand them your fucking tonnage graph, I guarantee you one of them is gonna nut in their pants. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking god! And what? the rule and there's two rule. There's one rule about waving to foamers. You only wave for the two B's, babies and boobies. That's it. I went to go wave at them because they waved at me. And I was like, I'll be nice. And my engineer went, boobs or boobies, boobies or babies are the only ones, only things you wave for. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> okay but thanks um what's the what's the tonnage graph is that just like how the um it goes from car count one all the way down to your last car count yeah and when you turn it sideways it looks like a graph i probably have one on my car somewhere because i just i don't keep them on purpose they just end a shift they're in my bag yeah you have to have them on you to the end of the shift um and they have x's or h's if it's a hazmat it's an h if not it's an x and every place is different yeah. But for where I work, I'm not saying out loud because they can't fire me um, for this type of shit. Um, so <laughs> it has X's or H's. Uh, I think it's actually asterisks, but it is what it is. They're all crossy lines. And you turn your graph, you're supposed to make sure that everything's set right. So, like, you shouldn't have a bunch of flat, empty cars in front of a bunch of loaded cars because if you brake too fast those those flats are going to bunch up and derail right your heaviest shit should be near the front or just behind the dp which is through the power which is an engine in the middle of the train mm-hmm. you can also have it on the end of the train so if you ever see a, lo- a locomotive engine in the middle or the end it is a dp is to help you move because we went from like mile long trains or shorter because that's a full train to taking two to three trains at one time to get shit out faster. Thanks. Makes it all much better. Because <laughs> now you have a hot box, it's not, I don't know, it's like the 20th car back or like the 40th car. No, 
No, it's going to be three miles down the fucking ballast. That's uneven. You can't walk right. Okay. They have these wrenches for the air hoses. So the air hoses are fucked. They're yellow. They're called one-time hoses. One-time wrenches. You want to know why? Because you use them once. And then the conductor throws it in the fucking bushes. Yeah. Because they're not walking back up with that bitch. (laughs) Dude. And at first I thought it was kind of a gimmick. They really are called one-time use wrenches. I thought it was a joke between transportation. I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I had a manager of a car shop have me change an air hose to make sure I knew how to do it. He went through that bitch in the trash. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, one-time use wrenches. I was like, are they steel? Because if so, I don't understand the point. Because steel isn't going to fucking round out like that that fast. It's just an air hose, man. So I don't know. It is what it is. They're called one-time use wrenches. Buying stock in that shit. Oh my god. <laughs> so like yeah, they'll Oh, there you go. And one time use hammers. They make it out there too. Wow. So if you were walking a train train track and you see a yellow wrench, big one, that's a one time use wrench. Or blue or red. I don't know what color they all are. I've just seen yellow ones on the side of the railroad tracks. Interesting. But not advocating to take it, though. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but. Stay off no the around. railroad property. Yeah, exactly. They will arrest you. If you think I'm joking, I'm not. They have railroad police. They can and they will arrest you. And any employee that sees you has to make you identify yourself. And if you don't, they will call the police. Jeez. We had one dude had the CEO come down, the new CEO come down. He didn't know who he was on railroad property and he's in this fucking turtleneck it has a scarf and a jacket and this dude comes out of the box and looks at him and goes who the fuck are you now <laughs> they suspended him and he went to trial for it through the union with an arbitrator he got off of it you want to know why because you are in the rule book supposed to question everyone that you do not recognize yeah and so he looked the ceo in the face So who the fuck are you and got away with it? Amazing. (laughs) Dude's fucking great. Yeah. Decent job of not being home. But yeah, you have some some great fucking stories you can hear. But yeah, man, you look on the internet. There's shit everywhere. Foamers are fucking insane. What's the the fascination? Like the, I guess the foamers, what's their fascination? I don't know. I don't ask them. The last time I interacted with a fucking foamer was before I was with the railroad. I was like, hey, because the dude had a Sony. And you know as well as I do, I have I need low bum shit. Mm-hmm. Well, they take shit in the dark. I've seen foamers out there now all the way up at fucking Chicago. The same dude twice in a fucking row. He was out there in the afternoon. I took a train out in the morning. There he was again, same car. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, kid? It was a kid. Wow. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, why? Get away from the tracks. Like, it is my biggest. Just stay away from the tracks. I don't care what you do. I don't care what tickles your fancy. I don't care what you get off to. If it is the railroad, stay away from the tracks. We don't stop. Yeah. We don't. We've been told not to stop. We don't. We will stop. We won't put it into emergency, but we will put our brakes on. And if you get hit, you get hit. It is what it is, but we do not want to fuck up our train line because you were too dumb. Yeah. Uh, my last trip um, as a trainee, 
I took it, and some kid ran towards the train. Very last second. Why? Drop something, and his mom told him to go get it. And I mean, this kid was like six years fucking old. Jeez. And my trainer was like, oh, no, 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 no. And we were just waiting for the cow catcher to ding. Because it does, when you hit something like that, you just hear echo. Yeah. We were waiting to hear the echo of the, of the kid get hit by the cow catcher. That is terrifying. My engineer looked out his window and down and saw the kid back away slowly. And I was like, I don't think I could live with myself. The first thing I hit out there is a fucking kid. No. I don't think I could live with myself, period, if I ran a kid over out there. No. But in the same token, there's nothing I can do. If we're that close and you run toward it, there's nothing we can do. You know, if we come around a curb and there's a car on the tracks and we're a half mile out, sucks. Nothing we can do. Yeah. We can put our brakes on all the way, full independent, full fucking automatic. It's not going to stop. Right. We threw it in an emergency. It's not going to stop. You're gone. Have you looked at, like, the Idiots in Cars, or, yeah, Idiots in Cars subreddit? Oh, I've read it. Oh. Well, if you go on Reddit, Reddit, Idiots in Cars subreddit, it's, like, just dumb things that people do on the road that are like captured by other people and like every fourth post is like a train track yeah because it's people, crazy they don't respect the rails yeah and as much as i i don't want to come off as an asshole like oh you need to respect the rails because we're better. we are we we are bigger than you and we do not stop for you mm-hmm. america runs on the rail we do not stop yeah it is non-stop unless we have an emergency or we have work to do in route Stopping is so difficult for a train. We had a short train my last trip. And on the screen, there's a PTC screen, right? It tells you your stopping distance and warning distance. Our stopping distance on a short train, two miles. Two miles. Two fucking miles. How how long is a short train? About a mile long. A short train is like a mile long. Yes. Now, right now it is because everyone's taking fucking two to three trains at one time and tying them together and sending Yeah. Um, that reminds me. One, one of my other friends recently told me about there's some restriction years ago on, like, how long trains could be for, like, that safety matter and, like, you know, the stopping distance and et cetera. It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not making total sense of it because I don't really remember what they said. But someone decided that that wasn't a good idea anymore, and now trains can be as long as they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, Longest train I've taken so far is fourteen thousand feet. Fourteen thousand feet. That's yes, almost sir. three miles. Yes, sir. Oh my god. They're supposed to cap out. Certain trains will cap out at a certain length. Um, I forget which one that was. But, yeah, it was over, and I was like, I don't think we're supposed to be taking it because last I heard, the cap was 13,000. And they're like, no, this one's weird. It's because we have this jurisdiction and this jurisdiction, so we're good. And I was like, okay. Well, sounds whack, but okay. What's the stopping distance of a train that's 14,000 feet long? Depends on what tonnage. I can have 14,000 feet long empty Coke train. And it'll stop shorter than a fully loaded Coke train. That's the same same length. Because an empty car is about 30 tons. Yeah. A loaded car can go all the way up to 140 tons. Jeez. So if we do the math real quick, 
Okay, because Coke, Coke cars are about 50 feet, 55 feet. We'll go with 55 feet, right? Okay. So it's 55 feet, and you're going to have to divide 14 grand by that, right? Divide by 55 feet. We'll edit that a little bit because it didn't give me an even number. I don't like that. We'll go with just 50 because that gives me an even number. 280 cars. See, so that's fully loaded. 130 tons of cars. 36,400 tons. Now, granted, that right there, you would have a huge, huge, huge speed reduction. Yeah. Because anything, I believe, over... I have it in the car. 10,000 ton. Or 15,000 ton. I think it's 15,000 ton. You have to drop your speed down to 40. Anything over 20,000, you have to drop down to 35. So it wouldn't be that much because I don't think they have loaded coke trains that fucking heavy, yeah, um, nor that long. Like that, that train would be limited to like five miles an hour. No, it'd still be thirty-five. Oh, it doesn't keep going down from there. That's oh, just okay. uh, oh hey, you're over this. Cool, just go thirty-five so you can stop. Yeah, but it would still be a good distance. Now, if we ease into the break, now it has to be able to stop within two miles because mm-hmm. that's what they kind of go about because. Our signals work in blocks of two miles. However, if it is working correctly, we should be able to have more than two miles to stop. Because they work in a progression. You you can have a clear, and then you can have something saying, hey, uh, by the next signal, you're going to be in this one prepared to stop the signal after that. You have an advanced approach that says, hey, you're clear to go whatever speed you want now. And through the next signal, but at the next block, be prepared to stop at the second signal. So you have to be ready to stop in about four miles. Wow. Yep. And the less speed you have, the easier it is to stop. And most people, when they see that, will go down to about 30 anyways. That way, they're halfway through that block. They can see that signal. They can mm-hmm. see if it's cleared up. Or if they're going to have to go down in speed. Yeah. So... Um, as long as you're reading your progression right, you should be fine. Um, so I'm sure they do have stuff that heavy, although it's probably not occasional. It's probably extremely rare. So, yeah. Probably about two and a half, three miles. Jeez. Like, that... The perspective to put that in is just crazy. It takes two to three miles for, a, like, a small train to stop. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're pulling up to a red light in your car it takes how many feet like 60 miles an hour can take about 140 feet if you're on 30 miles an hour take about 60 yeah so that's just a crazy difference Mm -hmm. but then again your car your little sedan right only weighs about one and a half tons right my car weighs three tons it's almost six thousand pounds so it's about like two and a half two and three quarter like 5500 pounds Versus a locomotive that weighs a fuck ton. I I think it's around. I can't even say for sure. I don't know how much a locomotive weighs, like an engine. I know how much cars weigh. Yeah, because I have to look at the tonnage graph. I think it's around seventy tons, seventy to hundred tons for a locomotive. Not hundred percent. I don't know that for a fact. Um, but I do know empty cars are around twenty eight to forty 
40 tons and then loaded is up to about 140 tons. That's so much. <laughs> yep. It's fucking heavy, dude. Fucking heavy. Uh-huh. They're more intricate than I thought they would be, honestly. Yeah. So, like, the knuckle, I can change out a knuckle. I can change out air hose, shit like that. But I have a draw bar in there. Those things are heavier than shit. They have to get a truck out there to lift it up. Because they're that fucking heavy. What is that? A draw bar. So, you have your knuckles that come in like this. Mm-hmm. They're the things that hold the knuckle and let it swing open and close. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're long. You have really long ones. You have some shorter ones. They're all different sizes. But they're heavy. If that breaks, you're just fucked. You're dead in the water. You have to wait for a fire department. Wow. Yep. Um, yeah. There's just a lot more to them than I thought there would be. Like the air brake system. I don't know what I thought they ran on. I don't. I got on the radio. They're like, oh, yeah, they use air. I was like, oh, really? I didn't know what the fuck they ran on. I'd never fucking thought of it, to be honest. <laughs> they have air brakes. They have hand brakes. I figured they had handbrakes. I saw the fucking wheels. I was like, oh, those must be handbrakes. Right. But I never put two and two together. Because, like, there's a thing over in my hometown that has, like, a little caboose with handbrakes on it, both ends. At A and B ends. And my found, my fiance now is like, what is that for? I went, I don't know. It's a little spinny thing. I'm going to guess the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's loud. I went, yeah. They, and they are. They, they can be loud. But, yeah, it's a lot more components than I thought there would be. I don't know how they stopped beforehand. I, I don't know. I guess I was just fucking stupid before I got down there. <laughs> I don't fucking know. How do they stop? It must just be the engines. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, there's a whole ass lever for all the cog brakes. I don't Yeah, that's dumb. I don't know. I've never thought of it. So. Right. Is that something you think about? You're like, man, how do now foamers on the other hand, they know everything about a train. Yeah. I. It's like, like I mentioned earlier, it's something I don't really know. And right it's something i never really thought of and like yeah there's some form of brake that takes it from however the speed it's going to slowing down in two miles but i don't know how it works right i thought it was just on the locomotives honestly yeah and like and the thing other thing that gets me is like i never realized how dangerous that it was i understand the railroad was dangerous my dad works the railroad my brother works the railroad i was like fuck it i know it's dangerous and you can get hit by a train being in transportation, a lot of our rules, and so so are everyone else's, but I know a lot of transportation specifically written in blood. Almost every single one of them are written in blood. You can't wear rings. You cannot wear rings, finger rings. Yeah. They will deglove your finger. Jeez. Because someone had it happen. I texted you earlier about the whole, like, wrapping your arm around a rung. Mm-hmm. It was only a year ago someone broke their arm. Only a fucking year ago. Was that, like, it wasn't a thing until, like, a no, year ago? No, it was ago? a thing before that. Okay. It's just one of those things that they don't really pay, they don't really care about until something happens. Right. Because it's not a major infraction. It's not. Like, I told you, I feel safer doing it. Mm-hmm. Because I know I'm not going to eat shit. I'm a bigger dude. It's hard for me to hold on that fucking long. Yeah. Um... Especially running a box. Like, you have a box, you're even further away. You can't get up on the rail car unless it has nothing there. Then you're even further apart. Um, they broke their arm. Close clearances, man. They'll roll you up. 
If there's a close clearance and you're not paying attention, you hit it, you're not getting knocked off the car. You're getting rolled. It rolls you in between the two things and kills you. Holy shit. Yep. Someone in my hometown, uh, main line didn't do anything wrong, was riding in town, got speared by a tree, died instantly. What? Yes. Engineer stopped and was like, I don't see him, went back, and there he was in a tree. Oh, my God. Yeah, because the city didn't keep the shit shit trimmed. So, wait, he was, like, hanging off the side of the train he as was, it was going? He was riding. Yeah, we're allowed to ride him. Yeah. So, like, he was hanging outside. Yeah. And then, like, there was a branch. Yep. Speared him. Jesus. Yep. There's people who walking between standing equipment, which is a car here and a car here, or a locomotive here and a car here. As they were making a shoving movement. Oh, no. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't the shoving movement. They One was unsecured. One of the cars was unsecured. They were standing equipment, so nothing was on them. Mm-hmm. Coupled them together. Oh, my God. He was barely breathing. Had to have his family come out and say bye to him. Had it, They held a sheet over him. He had a five-year-old, two-year-old, and a three-month-old. Holy shit. And they had to say goodbye to him right then and there. The moment they uncoupled that, he died. Which is why we now have the rule. You cannot be within... Your your equipment has to be separated by 50 feet. That way you can move out of the way. Yeah. Because it's not like it's going to roll 50 fucking miles an hour. But they'll roll. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, you're soft, squishy skin. They don't care. It, it don't matter. It'll these, go right through you. These empty cars are 30 tons. Yep. They, they don't stop. They don't give a shit. Oh, my God. That is a dangerous fucking job. Yeah. It's not too bad. As long as you keep your wits about it, you know what the fuck you're doing. It's not too bad. Right. As long as you're not fucking around. Like, we had someone in training that was dancing on the front of the locomotive. Like, it was fucking funny to do. So, if he stops, you're not holding on. And you have to hold on at least three points of contact because someone stopped and they flipped over the front and they ran over That's crazy. Yep. You have to ride the side of the car that when it pulls a slack, your back would hit the back of the car and not into the gap because someone rode that side. Slack back, slack action came back, knocked him off in between the cars and the guy ran over. Oh my God. Yup. Yup. Can't ride, you can't mount and dismount tank cars unless they have two handles because someone did it and swung around the back because there's only one. They fell in between, got ran over. So when I say a lot of those rules are written in blood, it's because they, they were written in blood. That is wild. Yep. You don't step on the draw draw bar because it can there's slack in those to help make sure the freight doesn't get damaged. They'll roll up. They don't give a shit, dude. There's a 14-year-old somewhere in Tennessee that put their foot on one, not knowing and slack came up, and it sucked his foot up underneath it. Crushed his fucking foot. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yep. Like, if your arm's sitting on it and it rolls up, it'll just suck your arm right up into it. Yeah. It, it just doesn't matter. You gotta, like, really be paying attention with this gig. Or just not do dumb shit. And and don't do dumb shit. <laughs> the exact words I've said to people, 
Yeah, be careful. No, just don't do dumb shit. Just don't be fucking stupid. That's it. The biggest thing about this job is common fucking sense. Yeah. You got to, like, apparently be very aware of your surroundings. Oh, yeah. No, you can't get comfortable. They tell you that from the get-go. Do not get comfortable. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. And understand anything out here that moves will and can kill you. Yeah. My union rep got hit by a fucking rolling car. The only thing that saved him is he jumped up in the air hoping that when it hit him, it would hit him over and out of the way. It did. It bruised his entire fucking body on the back side. But he didn't die because he jumped. And so it knocked him out of the way. He got super lucky. Yep. Very. Very, very. Uh, If engineers don't know how to control their slack, which we have one, and I swear to God, if I get him, I'll kick his fucking ass if he throws me off a car. He's known for it. Um, Union president that I have. Um dudes are shoving back hard as shit and you can tell how 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 hard someone's shoving back when you're on a car because all you hear is coming up to your car from all the slack if you hear dominoes get off if you hear get down with loud ass fucking knocks get down well he went to go get down it was too late and it ripped him off the fucking car had to go have his shoulders look at because it, it ripped him off the car. Wow. Yup. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're like, what? No, I'm just trying to think, like, how, how did, how did this job go back in the, like, 50s and 60s and 40s and whatever? People died. Yeah, but I'm curious on, like, the, how many died back then versus how many died today like um it's probably less way less yeah way way less i know the company i worked for didn't have any last year that's really good it's because they're up on their safety and i'm fine with it i'm a safety oriented person so it's fine Mm -hmm. like my my train manager was like yeah you gotta make sure he's like do you understand why we have these rules i was like yeah safety committee my last i like i get it I want to go home in the same shape I came in. I want everyone else to go home in the same shape they came in. Right. And I'm sure anyone who's a train conductor is going to hear this go, well, that's fucking bullshit. You're a train master. No, I'm not. I have a kid on the fucking way. You probably have kids. So the fact that you don't give a shit how your actions could kill yourself and leave your family baffles me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand it. If I died now the fuck happens with my daughter i wasn't around to see what the fuck happens with my daughter right and that that fucking kills me to know that if i made the wrong step i don't get to know that so to not give a shit and take the shortcuts that could alter your fucking life i don't get it i didn't get it in my last job and it wasn't even as dangerous it was just watch out for forklifts mm-hmm. so i don't get how people can be like man everything under the moves could kill you fuck it my dad was the same. My my dad's the same way. He doesn't understand the people who don't do shit the right way. He is a union rep. Hell, he just took a gig as a full-time union rep. Left the railroad. Everything. Wow. Yep. He's seen it all. A lot of the shit that he gets is, hey, man, I got fired because I blew hot when I went into work. And they drank. Mm-hmm. Instead of... But his company doesn't have what my company does and that my company if i'm drinking a call i'd be like look 
there's a code word for it. And you just go, yeah, da, 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 click. You say the code word, and they're like, okay, have a nice night. And they'll put in that you're off sick. They'll tell your train master what it is, shit like that. Um, but yeah, it's that's the most what he gets. He gets those. He'll get um, drug cases. He's gotten the safety cases. If it's a minor infraction, it's not that bad. Um, so like wrapping your arm around the wrong, it is what it is. To some train masters, it is what it is. Yeah. To others, it's a major thing. They're going to nail you for it. Um, train masters that were conductors get it. Those who weren't don't get it. By the same token, train masters from day one are trying to fire you. They're not your friends. They don't care. Their job is to fire you. Why? Don't know, man. Just is. From day one, they are trying to fire you. That's crazy. The only job I've ever heard of that they pay $40,000 for you to get trained in, and they will try to fire you on day one. Yep. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have different opinions on this, but I'm going to keep <laughs> them quiet. <laughs> I'm okay with the job. I like it. Um, for the most part, I don't like the whole not being home. Yeah. Um, my short my short runs or whatever is what it is. I can put a car at most of those places and drive home if I really wanted to. Well, it's 45 minutes from my house away terminal is i could just drive down there drive back to my house and then when i get called drive back to the terminal it's not it's not that big of a deal um but the long pools man it's drags runs that used to take five six hours before they put in this trip optimizer thing um you now take 12 hours because they'll run you at 30 miles an hour just to save a couple gallons of fuel well 100 gallons of fuel a lot of fuel when the tank is 5,000 gallons that's not in comparison that's not exactly <laughs> um it's the way the world's going though <laughs> it's, look it's man it's a hot commodity however it's a diesel um we move we move more shit than semis yeah we get shit faster we can take 90 auto racks and get it from one end of the country to the other in about three days with a two-man crew one tank of that diesel it might take a little bit more um it would take more probably about two or three tanks but compared to a semi that doesn't hold nearly as many cars no i guess they could about nine cars in auto rack semis can hold about eight or nine can't they i've only seen semis with like one cargo trailer no as in like nine cars on a trailer Oh, I don't know. I don't pay that much attention. <laughs> That's fair. But, like, it's it's faster is yeah, what I'm trying to say. Like Definitely. And that's why it's one of those things where, like, it irritates engineers. Like, just let them run. Let them run the train. That is their job. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting out semi-drivers either. They're they're, they're very essential. If, they, if right. they stop going, the entire country shuts down. Right. Extremely fucking important. Because you want to know who moves everything from the train stations? The semi-drivers. fucking semis. Yep. Okay. Semis and trains, man, I don't care what you think. They run the fucking nation. Yep. Nothing happens if those two yep. shut down. And yeah. 
they're both heavily fucking regulated too. Mm-hmm. I'm technically a federal employee. It sucks. <laughs> I I didn't know you were technically a federal employee. Is there what makes FRA? What is that? I don't know the exact. I just know it's a government thing. Oh okay. Um. Uh, FRA. I'll tell you right now. Federal Railroad Administration. Okay. They oversee everything that the railroads do. If we want to change something. So, like, if we want to go down to one-man crews, which they've been fighting for fucking ever, they've been wanting it to save money, they have to run it through the government. Absolutely have to. If they did it and didn't run it through the government, they'd be shut down. They'd be fined super fucking heavy. I don't know yeah. if they'd be shut down, but they'd be fined heavy. Uh, government will sit on the terminals, the FRA man will, and wait for you to fuck up and come up. Well, you didn't do this and this. Here's your fine. They fine you personally. They can find you thirty fucking thousand dollars if they wanted to. Wow. Yeah, there's one about the COVID masks for the uh, mandate. If FRA catches you, they can fine you up to like a hundred and forty thousand dollars, or some big fucking astronomical number. That's insane. Yeah. So you know what every engineer and conductor has in their bag? Mask. A fucking mask. That way, when they see that dude get out of that truck in that suit, they can just get the mask out of their bag, put it on. What's up, homie? Even but, like, even if they're sitting there by themselves, no one around them. Like, no one's the, around them. The they're car. good. Okay. If they're six feet apart, they're usually good. They okay. should be good. Those cabs are about eight feet wide. They should be good. I say that with these fucks. About eight. Yeah, about eight. Okay. So you should be good, because the engineer sits on one side and. Conductor sits on the other. Yeah. Um, it might be about five feet, but tomatoes, tomatoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, FRA man will find you himself. He'll look and be like, "Cool, don't care," because it's a federal job. You fucked up something federal. Yeah. If if a old employee threw him threw a switch to the main line and fucked it up. You're not getting away with it. They don't care. Even if it doesn't derail a train, if it throws that fucking switch, if you flop that switch and it fucking throws it and breaks the switch, that's federal property. That's why they have railroad police. Government's not too happy. Fuck no, they'll find you. Absolutely will find you. They don't care. If you fuck something up that costs them money, Yeah. it's felony. Wow. You're going to prison. It's federal property. Yeah. Now, if you cut out an angle cock, which is the air, one, we're going to know. It's not going to fuck anything up. It happens all the time. They don't really care about that. If you pull the cut lever and it goes apart, it's not really going to fuck anything up. It's going to send that. It's going to send everything into emergency. That cut of cars that you cut away from, it should. should send it into emergency. So it should automatically throw their brakes out. So it shouldn't really roll away. And it'll send your train to emergency. Doesn't really fuck much shit up. But if you fuck something up and no one knows who did it, they're gonna watch those cameras. They're gonna find out who the fuck did it. Oh yeah. They will track you down. We'll make a law and order episode about this shit. Oh dude, we had <laughs> speaking <laughs> We had the FBI on a train years ago, apparently. Oh shit. Some dude was into kitty porn. 
Oh, my God. FBI let him do all his work for the train. Didn't disrupt him. The moment he was done with his work, they they handcuffed him, took him to the car, walked up on that fucking train, grabbed all his shit, and walked off. Wow. Yep. Yep. They let him do his whole shift. Oh, yeah. They don't want to pay someone. And they watched him. Oh, yeah. And then once his shift was over, they cuffed him? Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah, get that fucking sick bastard out of here. It's because someone found his Craigslist ad and reported him. Good. Yeah. Fucking good. That... Oh my god, that's a whole new. I, can I had of to worms. ask. I asked to do that. Told me I wanted. Did someone beat the fuck out of him in the parking lot? He goes, "No," but that would that would warrant that. Oh He's, yeah. I was like, dude, if that was me, I found out. I'd be like, "Hold on, give me one second. You're taking us both to jail." And the FBI would be like, "What?" <laughs> I just start beating the fuck out of this dude. Oh <laughs> he, my god. He's like the FBI agent. Went, no, the pedophile. Yeah. He is first. He did his first prison beating outside of prison. There's a special really place. Prison oh, dude, no, they need to be shot oh yeah <laughs> i'm not getting too into the weeds no that's fine one, that's fine all i'm saying is, is there, there's a shot that's a cure and it's a five five six you are not incorrect that's exactly. all i will say <laughs> moving on can't stand these sick fucking bastards Don't touch my kid watch are. what happens touch my fucking kids i swear to god i will go down swinging you ever see those like uh, those the videos headlines of like dad finds pedophile who molests a daughter, beats the fuck out of him, calls cops. I don't know about the video of the dude <laughs> who shot his fucking kids molester. There was a Texan. Plus, I was also talking about the videos of, like DAP and all that. What's the that? Predator poachers and the predator catchers and CPP Colorado Predator Patrol. Bunch of YouTubers out there, man, who pose as like fourteen-year-old boys, thirteen-year-old girls, shit like that. They even have little kid voices they'll do for the phone calls. Jeez. And they will lure them out in the open. Now DAP is out of Ohio. They started in Fremont. They will openly sit there and try to have a conversation. And the moment you try to disengage and walk away, the loudest shit all years. Excuse me, everybody. <laughs> this man's here to me, a 13-year-old girl. Constantly, dude. Fucking love it. Humiliation and shame the entire way home. Right? They have fought a couple people. They have turned off the cameras and fought people. There's one who's like, I just came here to fight. Dude was like, I bet. Shut off the cameras. They turn it back on. Fucking dude has a busted eyebrow. Dude's fucking beat up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Some other dude was acting dumb. He's like, man, I'll beat the fuck out you. Sure enough, on his Patreon, they filmed him beating the shit out of him. Good. Special (laughs) content you have to pay for. Yeah. (laughs) And then Colorado Prayer Patrol, they'll lure him. The dude doesn't like violence, which is fine. But what he does has gotten more of them in jail than any other channel I've seen. He has landed 152 catches, landed at least 80 of them in jail. Wow. With felonies, not one felony, Multiple. at least two. He always gets them at least fucking two. Wow. Usually, sometimes three or four. Well, he'll do, he'll go out and talk to him. He's like, look, man, if you're cooperative, you tell me the truth. I will get you help. I have a therapist I set everyone up with if they were cooperative to get you help. 
It's a disease. Maybe you can beat it. Here's your shot. But what he does, he makes you call the person you are closest to. He makes you call somebody. Mm-hmm. I love watching him make them call their moms or their dads or their wives. And he goes, tell them what you did. And they start talking. He goes, excuse me, ma'am. My name is so-and-so with Colorado Pred Patrol. Your husband was here to meet a 13-year-old boy. And he's like, oh, what? what? It's fucking great. I love public humiliation for that shit. I'd rather beat the shit out of them. But if they're not, if they don't tell the truth, they don't cooperate, cops are called. He'll try to avoid it to give you a chance to, like, tell the truth. So he'll take you out of a public setting. Yeah. Dude, I love watching him get arrested. Fucking love it. So, if anyone is listening from, like, Hollywood or something, Chris Hansen has his time and place in the world catching this, these types of people. But <laughs> we need to get, like, these. This is, like, cops, but, like, <laughs> predator yeah. catchers or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, we need we need a show about this. Yep. Like, Chris Hansen, the cops Not are cool. Not some Hollywood scripted bullshit. Right. We don't need that. Nope. We need We need, like, the raw footage, like the show cops is or was i don't know if that show is still fucking going but i think um, i know it got canceled for a minute yeah but like that we need that yeah i'd watch that mm-hmm. oh, i'd watch it all fucking day. i watch it when i do dishes i'll turn on their <laughs> videos and just be like yeah you nasty bitch god this bowl won't get clean get arrested bitch i hope you get the shit beat out of you Rinse your fucking dishes. <laughs> I said they're like getting pissed off that no one rinses their fucking dishes. I'm like, yeah, you sick fuck. <laughs> my fucking soap on my sponge. It's kind of pissing me off. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I'm a man of many things and washing dishes and getting pissed off. I don't have enough soap because this dude tried to lure a fucking minor. Is one of them. Don't. I don't care who you are. You be my closest friend. You come out as a fucking pedophile. I'll beat the shit out of you. This shit's nasty. Well, absolutely, positively body you. Yeah. Your new home will be on a t-shirt, and you will be in a fucking pine wood box six feet fucking under. You want to be a wristband? That's the easiest way to become one. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Not sorry. Died. Not apologetic towards it. I don't, I don't know an easy transition out of this one. <laughs> Are you still going? <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else off the uh, off the topic of work and crazy I'm having a baby girl. Well, that's one of them. Yeah? Congratulations. That's news between the last episode and this episode. Mm-hmm. Exciting. I started buying fucking clothes already. Beyonce's right seeing me away from clothes. I want no. <laughs> buy my baby girl something already Get the fuck over here bought her this little yellow sundress onesie with a little little yellow gray sweater underneath it yeah a little yellow little yellow sunflower headband fucking adorable can can i ask one thing yeah love you love your future daughter and everything yeah. don't be that parent that gives your daughter like five million headbands no and fuck like no. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> headbands are nice and all when it's, when it's with the right outfit but on every fucking thing because like yeah my fiance was like i was gonna buy her one of those headband things i went no <laughs> she only has four 
Okay, because she's like, we should get these headbands now. Okay, cool. Head headband sets, whatever. Oh, mine put a headbands on. I just have little fucking bubbles. They're fucking yeah. adorable. But like when you have like a hundred or a yeah, time. so many. Oh my god. What she has now, she work, and then she doesn't have one to match a little blue flower onesie I got her. So it is what it is. And she has like some pink ones and some yellow ones. It's it's fine. It'll be enough. You don't need a lot of fucking bands. Because she'll outgrow them. Like, right. Fast. Um, I've stayed away from shoes because I know baby shoes are fucking pointless. Um, they grow out of them. They don't wear them. They're pointless. You just put little fucking thick-ass socks on their feet. Because they don't walk. They don't really need them. Yeah. It's pointless. Unless you're bougie. Um, <laughs> I told my twin that we're having a girl. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Uh, Shane Aubrey's other. Uh yeah 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 yeah. The only the only other alpha other than my bigs I talk to. I'll say this right now: if you are not in my line as an alpha, I don't enjoy you. <laughs> my line or die, okay, is what it is. However, my twin, I told her she goes, "What's your address?" And I was like, "Oh, you don't have to get me anything." She goes. It's my twin's first baby. I'm going to. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay. She said, what's your address? And I gave it to her. I went, again, you don't have to get anything. We greatly appreciate it, but you don't have to do this or anything. She goes, what are you guys thinking about for the for the nursery? Have you guys already thought about something? I was like, uh, um, I'm pretty sure it's a nature nursery, but I'm not 100%. I didn't have to check your house. She goes, okay. Let me know. Love That's her awesome. to death. I miss her so much. Yeah. Yes. She was my, she my ride or die. She, I'd be like, come here. She goes, yeah. I'm like, check over my Tinder profile. Like, she goes, okay. <laughs> and she'd be like, you have TJ on there. I went, yeah. She goes, that's your token black friend. You take that off. And I was like, my token black friend. She's my best friend. She goes, okay. <laughs> you have one of you and Dewat. And I was like, so? She goes, why? And I was like, I like Dewat. I picked, because if you put pictures of your friends, it makes you more fucking friendly. You want me to mean mug the camera constantly? You can't. Hi, the same. my name's Nate. I grew up in the country. I wear boots. I work. Uh, bear. <laughs> ain't no one swiping right on that shit. You put you with a bunch of friends. Cause I even had the one, the fraternity photo where everyone's dressed up. I'm pretty sure I even had that one on there. I didn't have someone just me that way. It wasn't like, oh man, which one is this dude? Yeah. The first one you saw was me. Right. But like, I had some of my friends, and it just so fucking happened. That TJ was my best friend. Happens he's fucking black. Fucking so love to Watt. Yeah. Absolutely fucking love him. He's black. I'm pretty sure I had one of me and you on there at one fucking point. Oh, look at that. Yeah. You're white as a fucking cracker. <laughs> <laughs> people. Fucking people these days, I swear. What's wrong with having people Everything's in your, gotta be something, in your da man. dating profile? Everything's got to be something. That's why I mean, which I hope we don't, but for some weird fucking reason we do. Just start going to coffee shops. Hey, mama, you single? <laughs> no, okay. Sorry. Don't, no, don't. You don't have to go get your boyfriend. No, we don't. We don't have to. Oh, fuck. I have to dip out of the coffee shop and zoom off. Go to GameStop. How you doing? No, I'm not a creep. I'm just. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. 
You're painting a great story or picture on how awful it is trying to date as a in, dude, like outside of the online dating world. Because right online now. dating is made <laughs> so fucking easy, man. I don't like to be called a creep or anything because we're all on there for the same shit. If I go out in the open and go, "Hey, you're really cute. Can I get your number?" and he says they're like a GameStop, it's someone I have. I know we have something in common now. Yeah. Hey, can I have your number? Maybe we talk about games type of shit. Because I've done that before. Uh, no. That's creepy. Okay. It's only go, well, they're just there to shop. What do you think people did before the internet? Do you think people just kind of like sent a fucking carrier, kid, a carrier pigeon and went, To my dearest Samantha, you looked ever so good in that dress. Will you show me your ankles? I will swipe right on you anytime if you give me a swiping paper. Put it in a fucking tape, fucking not tape it, but wrap it to a fucking parrier kitchen and fucking send it on their way. <laughs> do you? Do we all think that's what fucking happened? I wonder. I wonder what that's if that's what the young kids think these days. Uh, Cause... I don't even want to know what they think. I feel like that's my that might be like what they think. Probably they, they grew up with this shit. Yeah. You and I grew up. We didn't have the fucking Tinder. I walked up awkwardly to some chick at a school dance and went, Will you dance with me? And she'd go, Ew, no, you're gross. And then walk away. I had that happen. Really? Yeah, in fifth, at a fifth grade dance. I was all demoted. You're in fifth grade. You're a fifth grade boy. Of course you're demoted. Right. It happens. She goes, I'm sorry to meet your feelings. I went, It's fine. I don't care. It is what it is. It was a girl I had a crush on. And she's like, well, I'll dance with you if you really want to. I went, no, it's fine. I, like, I don't need your pity. You pity a fool? No, because I fucking don't. Kids are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> However, I do remember turning someone down in high school. Yeah. That was fucking great because I thought she was the hottest fucking thing to happen. And I turned her down. Why'd you turn her down? Because she wanted nothing to do with me until I played football. Oh. And then I played football, and she's like, you want to dance? And I was like, no, I'm going to go dance with the weird kids. It's exactly what I said. I went, no, I'm going to go dance with the weird kids because they've always had my back. <laughs> I did not dance with the weird. No, I did. I danced with one weird kid. That was weird, too, so it worked. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's my ADHD full force today. Because I don't know how we got here. I don't know either. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Oh. Okay, so I found it. Found a joke? I found the joke. Yeah. My friend my my friend up up home tagged me in and I told him I was going to what was it? I it was the angry panda gif, the dude who like sl- slams everything off the desk, bangs the keyboard on the desk cuz oh, I'm yeah. tired of the fucking dad jokes from him. Took a lot of time to realize people don't like it when you steal clocks. Uh, I hate that you just brought that dumbass dad joke up in here. <laughs> <laughs> and my my comment back, other than the gif, was that's it. We're fighting. I don't have the time for this now. Oh man, gonna be a dad, and you're already spot on with these dad I jokes. Have, I have always been spot on with the dad jokes. I like cringe at them but i love them so much how many times a day my fiance go i'm tired and i instinctually at this point just go hi tired i'm dad that's the oldest one in the book that's why i use it 
I can't wait to get my New Balances and my khaki cargo shorts and my Hawaiian button-down shirt. Your jean shorts. Yeah. Your, and my bucket hat. Your my knee, sunglasses. knee-high socks. Yeah. I'm going to go, go mow. mow the grass. Yeah. And then barbecue after. Well, white people barbecue, so that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Just full-on dad dad mode. Oh, yeah. Totally. That's how I want to do the baby announcement. Let's what? buy a pair of new balances and put the test like over them. Oh, there was two hints I was going to be a dad. <laughs> oh fucking God. knee slapper. You're the worst. <laughs> you know how Kanye said, I'm off the meds, yo. It's my ADHD right now. I'm off the fucking meds. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um, you know the drill. I always ask uh, a piece of advice that you want to you want to live on did you want to leave another piece of I'll advice leave another all right what is it don't be a dick or was, was that my last one i think that was your last one damn it okay <laughs> uh you're worth it i don't care what anyone says you're always worth it someone's always waiting for you to come home someone's always waiting for you to talk to them someone's always waiting to look forward to your smile to look forward to your eyes to look forward for your presence in your room to light up that room you are worth it Whatever you're going through, you are always 100% worth it. It's never, ever worth it to give up. I love that. I love the fact that you were excited to tell the don't be a dick one, and then that was your last one, and you immediately had that ready. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. I have a lot of stuff, dude. I have a lot of stuff to live by. I'm full of guidance. Yeah, that, that's my favorite. That's one of the reasons I have a tattoo of it, other than you inspired me with your little half sleeve of it. Um, fair enough. I I haven't talked about my uh, my tattoos before, but I do have some, and I'll talk about them eventually. Say maybe if you ever have me back again, maybe I'll flip the script and have you do shit. You're not the first person to ask about that. There's so there's a couple of people that want to do it, and I'm like, maybe we'll have a panel of people here that a special group of people who get to flip the script, but. Today is not that day. To your elbows will be the first question. <laughs> We're not going into that. <laughs> That's going to remain a mystery forever. And on that note, <laughs> thanks for coming out. <laughs> That's the end of this episode. This crazy episode. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Until next time, we'll see ya. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Fatal to Prejudice. If you or anyone you know would like to be a guest, please visit my website at CameronChats.com and fill out the contact me form. Please fill out the subject line as podcast interview and write me a small blurb on why you or someone you know should be a guest. I'll leave a link in the description for ease of access. You can support this podcast by listening to it on your favorite podcasting site. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Another way to support is by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash fatal to prejudice patreon is the only monetary support system if you would like to sign up and support through there i am forever grateful for you again thank you for tuning in